<laughs> His child will one day collect the six golden coins and kill Mario. <laughs> are you are you are you ready? Funny Expensive Wanna Whatever Be happy Hey everyone Welcome back to The Funny Papers, a show where three 30-somethings share a collective psychosis about the classic 90s cartoon show, Doug. I'm Mike, and with me are my friend Sam. Of course I come fast. I have weights to lift. <laughs> and Jim. I piss tapioca. Today, we cover episode 25, part one of Doug. Fuck you guys. It is following along on Finally, YouTube. we got him to break character in the middle of that one. And if you're following along on YouTube, this is episode 24. Of course. In all episodes after the first, Doug was separated into two 12-minute shorts. Episode 25, part one's title is Doug Pumps Up. I was so excited for this episode. <laughs> I was as clear as I as if I was six year old six years old yesterday, and mentally I am. <laughs> this episode was it like formative for you? Do you think? Probably. I mean, it the message is dog shit. I didn't realize the message until I just watched it the last time. Yeah, we should establish real quick. It's it's strangely not a bit that Sam is like a buff guy. <laughs> he like. Yeah, my uh, my body type has been described as a perfect hairless orb. I weigh I weigh six hundred pounds, and I can squat five hundred ninety nine pounds and deadlift six hundred one pounds. Okay, that's a that's a bit. <laughs> Sam, no. Sam has also talked about how almost all of his notes for this episode are just bits with himself, and that was probably one of them. No. Anyway. All right, all right, you got me. I weigh 700 pounds and I have less than 10% body fat. Yeah, the, there you go. I knew it. No, Sam, Sam is our resident, knows stuff about the gym guy and not other You would gym. never be able to tell from this <laughs> podcast. Jim, incidentally, is our resident, knows stuff about the Sam guy. So it all kind right, of yeah, yeah, That's yeah. right. <laughs> Who knows about me? Nobody. I'm very oh, really, mysterious. <laughs> really quick, I forgot to make this update last episode, but I we had two episodes ago we had discussion about Butt Savage being Roger Claude. So I went back yeah. and watched the Butt Savage episode, and when Doug goes into Butt Savage's office, you know who's there? It's fucking Roger Klotz. You never see <laughs> Butt Savage. Roger Klotz is in Butt Savage's chair. Yeah, we. that is the second to last episode of Doug, and we need to, when that time comes around in fucking ten years from now. <laughs> when we've lost the ability to like coherently speak and we have to type out the podcast. Right, yeah, when it's uh when when technology has advanced to the point where podcasts are delivered directly into your brain through a neural link and we have to think hard at you and transfer emotions of joy and give your you skull. our viruses. Yeah. <laughs> it's we'll coronavirus twenty twenty three is mostly about Doug. <laughs> Well, that means that we're going to be the experts and save the day. Oh, yeah, right. no. We're going to be your new gods. It's really not a great future that lies in store for you people. We're no heroes, way. if you think about it. Yeah, I wouldn't go so far as gods, but we're definitely heroes and essential workers. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Just as important oh, as firefighters. I don't know, man. If not more so. <laughs> I don't know, we're like firefighters for the brain. <laughs> Put out brain bits. fires. 
In who? Who has the brain fires? The populace. We we dispel we disperse the fires of ignorance with knowledge. Is that why we always yes. are have like fevers and headaches by the end of it because we're bringing it into ourselves? Right. It's yes. like how when firefighters inhale a bunch of smoke and they have to get fresh air. It's the same thing. Oh yeah, they do it on purpose in order to save someone else. Right. They yeah. train and smoke smoky gems. That's how that works, right? I think it's right. how it works. Don't don't That's, ask me any questions. All the all the firehouses in the world are sponsored by cigarette companies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's definitely happened before. Cigarette companies, please sponsor this podcast. No, don't. (laughs) I don't want to. I say I have principles, but as soon as you give me like a $20 bill, I'll say whatever you want me to. (laughs) Yeah, watching like that year later, one year later, and we're just like, boy, I I could sure go for a smoke now, see? (laughs) We've also traveled back in time to the 1930s for unrelated reasons. Well, so we can sell cigarettes. Right, yeah, that makes I, sense. I imagine that that was part of the uh, deal that they're just like, "Look, you have to pretend that this is legal." <laughs> Therefore, <laughs> hell yeah, Uber business model, baby. <laughs> right, as long as you don't ask about it. God, it's easier to ask forgiveness than ask permission. <laughs> Anyway, so on that topic, let's talk about Doug. <laughs> Doug pumps up. This is the fitness episode. Yeah, this is the fitness episode. Uh, fitness so dickin. I'm mandated to say that by law. Oh my god, cut that! Cut that from the record. <laughs> Never. So, so uh, then we we begin this episode in like a little pre pre uh, uh, title card thing is that we're at the mall again, the Four Leaf Clover Mall. Uh, we're hanging out outside of Raccoon Records, which is also a eyeglasses store. <laughs> Why do they have a record store when there's only one band? <laughs> And why isn't it just like the Beats centric? Yeah, it's I just entire it's just an entire store of Beats records. I'd love to know what the gag behind Raccoon Records is supposed to be because there's just nothing there. I kind of like, don't. The Baloney Hut <laughs> at least has a gag if you kind of squint at boy aren't the names of mall food joints dumb, but. Raccoon, rac- there's nothing there. They both I, start with R. That's it. Yes, yes. I literally think that's it. I literally uh, think it's there. Both words that start with R. God. <laughs> what kind of? Uh, I was thinking about this as soon as I sold like Doug shopping for more than one artist's music. What kind of music do you think Doug hates? And how many times has he said in his life it rhymes with crap? Uh, <laughs> no, Doug was a rapper in multiple episodes. Oh, he's yes. a rapper. He doesn't like oh, other rappers for some reason. It's like in the All Gas No Breaks video where they uh, he gets people at the Donald Trump Jr. Uh, book selling to rap for him, and then he asks who their favorite rapper is, and they're like, we don't listen to rap. Precisely. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, wait, God no, this it. is the 90s. Vanilla Ice is still a thing, right? Yeah. I don't know. I think Doug Vanilla Ice is still like... a thing in 2020, baby. <laughs> I refuse to It's got like a hardcore this. band, I think. <laughs> that rules. I don't know. I think so. Okay, Doug plays the banjo, so he probably likes bluegrass. But like, he doesn't. I would guess bluegrass is poor people music, though, and Doug doesn't want to associate with those. Thanks to Roger. I don't know. I think Doug probably is just like I don't like classical music because it's boring and I'm cool. He probably like hates the stuff Judy listens to, which is like experimental noise stuff. 
That's yeah. it. That's what it is. He hates okay. stuff Judy listens to, and because Judy recognizes this, and as a sensible older sibling, she has taken advantage of this to make sure Doug doesn't like any good music. Hmm. Because I mean, we do we do know that Judy doesn't like the beats, right? She said that. On the other hand, it is the soundtrack to (laughs) the really experimental haircutting place she goes to. Hmm. That's right. Well, no, but then there was there was remember when there was like a a stereo that blasted in that same experimental haircutting place, and it was just like something that Doug didn't like. Remember that? Like and it like blasted in his ears. It was like too loud. Yeah, that was killer it tofu wasn't music. though was it was it killer tofu killer tofu was the sound was playing if the stereo oh, was blasting shit. something else it was a new song it's so, all wow. beats and then all the all the other artists are djs that cover the beats or beats cover bands so wait so then that episode took place before doug learned about the beats from skeeter yes we are way off track right now but oh <laughs> it's fine we've gotten two seconds into the episode <laughs> yeah this is the opening establishing shot of this episode you're never gonna get this kind of analysis on any other podcast right yeah (laughs) for better or for worse (laughs) yeah (laughs) really optimistic of you to say that second one (laughs) right no this is a scientific uh professor level course right we're doing we're doing real science here not fake stuff like nasa oh my god yes (laughs) Anyway, so Doug is, they're outside of the record store, and then Patty comes from somewhere, just like off screen, and she's having a hard time holding a bunch of shopping bags in the oh, middle of the store. Oh, hold on one second. There is a god-awful throwaway gag over the announcement. For the next five seconds, tapioca pudding is a bunch off. Like, thanks. We yeah. needed that. I, that's why I didn't mention that in my notes, is because I said that's a god-awful throwaway gag. Like, they, somebody wrote that and felt the need to add that as if it was an addition to... What kind of mall announces sales? Well, that was a thing. It's also funny that the idea of they had to bring in... I, I know they probably just used somebody that was already there, but I'm laughing thinking about them bringing in an entirely different like voice actor to just to say that line and paying their yeah. like, daily rate. Yeah. So they can get that fucking banger off. Look, uh, to your point, Jim, of what mall announces sales, that was a thing in like the 80s and 90s. And the reason I know this is because I played a board game growing up called Mall Madness, in which you would pay for things at the mall and they would change where the clearances in the stores were. And they'd tell you over the loudspeaker. That gives credence to the idea that <laughs> all entertainment is just training you to be a good consuming adult. I kind of think it is. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, all like, the cartoons in the 80s were. They're just, like, excuses for you to get toys. Kind of. I'm mean, sorry. I, I blacked out there for a solid 30 seconds. What were you talking about? <laughs> Doug. What, were you just okay, thinking good. about tapioca again, or...? <laughs> I, I think there was something about a board game about malls, and then yeah. I was very mad for some reason. It's Dude, called my Dawn favorite. of the Dead. It's okay, called Mall right. Madness. My favorite part about it was one time the yes, thing... Yes, that's what that, I just suffered, Mike. Please, don't make light of it. No, hang on. The time, one time, the, the speaker that you would push for it to say stuff, one time the batteries leaked in it in my copy of it, and it started saying all the lines at the same time. And that it was the awesome. best game of Mall Madness ever. <laughs> and that's why Donald <laughs> Trump is president. Right. And it ended with just saying goodbye and then turned off and never turned on again. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> It's yeah, probably formative for you, and you don't realize Kinda. it. Kinda. 
Kinda. Just the words going blah 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 blah. Goodbye. <laughs> Honestly, life that's how goals. I end. That's how I end every episode of this show. Kinda, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's how that shit the show goes. So let's anyway, get three let's, seconds into the episode. Yeah, let's keep. Let's go to the next second. So anyway, Patty is coming up to him, and and Doug is like, "Oh, Patty, let me give you a hand with those." And uh, Patty gives him the bag. She's like, "Thanks, Doug." And he's like, oh, he's having a hard time holding him. And he goes, Say, this is a tad weighty. What did you buy? Barbells? Yeah. <laughs> I, was just, I was just laughing about her having like four pound and a half weights in there. I, dude, I have to say I laughed at the joke, though. What kind I, of dumbbells <laughs> do you carry in a paper bag, by the way? I don't know, but it was funny. It's not funny. <laughs> it's bad. This, this entire episode has these just weird lines that don't, Makes sense on a second of thought. I yeah. think the best answer for what actually that is, well, you got it here, barbells? Yes. No, actually, <laughs> the answer is no, but what are you going to say, Doug? Right. It's uh, dumbbells, you fucking claw. It's not barbells. <laughs> barbells are too long for bags, you idiot. Fine. <laughs> God! I All could right. explain this to Doug funny, or I could just tell him, yes. And watch as he <laughs> flusteredly just sits there and says, oh, okay. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll just get him to shut up quicker. And uh, then Doug has an absolute virgin moment as all the ladies in the show Doug give him his ba- her bags. Yeah, yeah. Every like BB and Connie come out of nowhere and they also give Doug a bunch of bags. Uh, BB is buying paper towels and Connie is buying just bread and meat. <laughs> From the mall. Yeah. Mm. Mall bread. Mall meat. <laughs> it's mall meat is ripped from the still living support columns of the mall. And if consumed, we'll give you an even odds chance of understanding when the next time the JCPenney will have a clearance sale. I mean, it's probably from the Baloney Hut, right? Like, that's the only other store in this there's mall. Also, well, there's also a store in the background called the Punt and Grunt. <laughs> <laughs> Which is my Saturday night, am I right, folks? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is when you're playing a game of Magic the Gathering. You do a bad play and you go, oh, dang it. <laughs> or it's the mall, the Bluffington brothel, which is in the mall for some reason. Oh, it would man. be. Yeah. It's very expensive. Oh. It's the ultimate consumer experience, the Four Leaf Clover Mall. Come get your donk sunk. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the episode, folks. See you yeah, next yeah, time. yeah. Okay. No, you say that, but honestly, this next bit is the episode in its entirety. Like, Doug falls over and is incredibly embarrassed, and everybody around him cackles. This was 30 seconds beginning to end, and it is a Doug episode. You don't uh-huh. need any more than this. The whole thing has been encapsulated. Doug said, oh, I can try to do a thing. It turned out he couldn't actually do the thing. He was embarrassed by this and people laughed at him. He learned a lesson from this. That's it. <laughs> that's, it's that's over. Doug, baby. <laughs> we can go home well, It's now. funny, though, because after because it cuts the tile card. Then after the tile card, all the girls feel bad for him. So they went from yeah. like cackling at him to being like, oh, I'll take it. Sorry, Doug. 
Yeah. Yeah, they all just like, yeah, they, they, they go up to him as he's like on the ground surrounded by bags and they pick up the bags no problem, including Patty who was like having yeah. a hard time earlier. They just like eh. sling him over their shoulders and they're just like, hey, sorry, don't see And then we learned at the end of the episode that Patty got injured from doing this, even though she's just walking around totally fine. Yeah. And she's, and like, she has them, you say they're in paper sacks. They're like literal paper sacks. If they're that heavy, they just rip out the bottom, yeah, right? Because she's holding them by like the handles on uh-huh. the top of the paper sack. Yep. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I don't know if you've already said this in the episode, but Mike described this as the weirdest one yet, and it just yeah. builds up from here. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely, I think this is the strangest episode in terms, like, we were talking about this before we started recording. Holistically, I, I think this is, yes. Yeah, I think this is the strangest episode in terms of, like, continuity that is established from point to point. Like, they say a thing, and then immediately undercut it. And then they say another thing, and then they immediately undercut it. More than any other episode so far. Mm-hmm. And then they don't, they have no idea what the message is supposed to be, or what, like, the con- like the conflict is, or what's, like, how they're supposed to do the resolution. <laughs> and they don't set up the end at all. At all. Yeah. Yeah. It is fucking deus ex machina, but it's Doug ex machina. <laughs> Yeah, and they also don't really set up the beginning. So let's let's get let's move a little bit to like where they set up what the is quote unquote the central conflict of this, right? Uh-huh. Um, Doug, he like he's like, oh man, must have been a bump in the sidewalk. Someone should fix this sidewalk, and because he fell over, that's his excuse, right? And then they walk forward. And they see there is a sign that is a portrait of, like, a muscly guy who is singing in, like, an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Sign up today for the old Bluffington fitness test. Over and over again. Like, every 10 seconds, right? Is it a challenge or a test? I don't remember. That's the thing. They changed that halfway through the episode. That's probably why I don't remember. (laughs) So at the beginning, it starts as the bluffing, the all Bluffington fitness test. So this is a te- this is a test for the whole town, right? This is the all Bluffington fitness test, and then at the end, it's like the fitness competition or like a fitness. Yeah, because a test, a fitness test measures like a baseline, like you can run yeah. a certain amount of miles in a certain amount of time. Whereas yeah. this isn't that. This is like a track and field event where you like compete against each other. Yeah, yeah. and. And it's in specifically in this, he's saying the all Bluffington fitness test. So this would include like adults. This would include like yeah, other people than people <laughs> in Doug's grade, right? There <laughs> are no more. other grades, though. Well, there's Judy's grade. No, there Whoever. isn't. She's in another school. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's all Bluffington. It's not saying the Bluffington Elementary. It's saying the all Bluffington fitness test. That's what we're missing. We did not see the babies only division. <laughs> right. We did not get to see baby Dale just absolutely shredding his lats. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Baby Dale, a.k.a. Stinky. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but okay, so they're they're repeating this over and over again. Um, and then Roger's goons go up to the, the, the sign, like the picture of this guy. And just in case you didn't get it, just in case you didn't know who this was supposed to be, Willie goes, uh, Did you see Germinator? Yeah, what a movie. Do you, do you get it? It's oh. the thing. Oh, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. It's yeah. Stallone. It would be really <laughs> funny instead of Arnold, they did like Steven Seagal here. Yes. Yeah. That'd be so much funnier. Or Van Damme, Jean Claude Van Damme. They do their yeah. bad French accent. Oh, that'd <laughs> yes. be so good. Instead, they amazing. do the lowest hanging fruit, because of course. Yeah, is a booger's boy. <laughs> yeah. 
And they say, Willie is like, hey, yeah, remember the part in that movie where he hit the guy with his own leg and said, don't stop kicking yourself? Incidentally, to do that, you would have to break somebody's upper leg. Yeah, I love this good, succinct bit that lasts like two minutes. (laughs) They have to explain to an audience in the 90s who the biggest action star in the world is. (laughs) (laughs) While while managing to not make a single real joke about it. Yeah, well, like, just, it's, they're doing the, hey, you remember the thing, but they're, like, super beating you over the head with it. Like, even more than they usually do, right? Yeah. Just like the German, Andrew Hughes beat that guy's leg. Yeah. Well, so this great Remember the Thing launches us into a fantasy. Wherein uh, Doug imagines Sam only tall. yeah yeah he imagines buff doug but with tiny legs tiny tiny testicles (laughs) like there's this entire extended bit of god actually wait no this is the one that's only buff doug later on we get buff doug and the others which is like this in and of itself up dudes like this (laughs) bit in and of itself is already all right, we're going to some weird territory here. This is just the intro. It gets so much worse. Yeah, this yeah. was probably a lot of people's introduction to, like, bodybuilding competitions. <laughs> was it yours, do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I don't, oh think, my God. I don't think there's another, like, show that did a actual, like, pose-off thing on it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to say, actually, I think there was a thing like that in Tiny... There was a thing like that in Tiny Toons. I would have Toons. saw this, this show before Tiny Toons. So. Yeah, because yeah. this show was first. Yeah, but yeah like the Im- In Doug's imagination, him, only in a, doing an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice, says, May I be of service to you girls? I'll say. <laughs> no problemo. Nothing weird here. And Doug imagines himself as Buff Doug. Uh, that they that he imagines the girls have purchased a bunch of like weight, like bar, like large barbells and a sixteen ton weight that they cannot <laughs> carry. But it, like, they somehow they somehow got it to the middle of the mall, but and they put can't it on the get floor. it out. Yeah, it's just on the floor, um, <laughs> just on the tile. And uh, Doug just picks it up and uh, he talks like Arnold. It's very cool. Uh, It'd be way funnier if they did the Doug voice, but doing an Arnold Schwarzenegger accent. I don't even think (laughs) Billy West is that talented. (laughs) Right. Yeah, you probably tried to, and they were like, nah, man, this is beyond me. Right, this is funny. We can't have that in the show. Right, right. Oh, do you know the story about Arnold Schwarzenegger's accent that is so fucking good to German people? Go for it. What is it? Okay, like... Yeah, he's an like he has an Austrian accent, so when they were dubbing Terminator for the German release, Arnold Schwarzenegger asked, "Hey, can I do my own voice? Because I mean, I speak the language." And the movie execs got back to him with, ah, 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 "Fuck no, Jesus! Do you know what your accent sounds like? Because Arnold Schwarzenegger's accent to us sounds really like intimidating and shit to a German." Arnold Schwarzenegger's accent sounds like, I'll be back now, you hear? Huh. It's a, yeah, it's a, the stereotypical really hick farmer accent. Like, Arnold Schwarzenegger to somebody from Germany sounds like somebody who should be on hee-haw firing two guns into the air. 
it That's rules. Awesome. And so they so, actually had Arnold Schwarzenegger dubbed over by somebody who does a more serious, more menacing German accent because his native voice just sounds like some hick saying, Oh, come on, mister. Do we have That's any great. German listeners? Uh, I don't know, the audience. Why don't you contact us okay, on I'm Twitter gonna assume or we Instagram? Don't. All Germans I... are absolute perverts, and this proves the point. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> why don't, if we have any German listeners, why don't you contact us on Twitter or Instagram at The Funny Papers? Give us a Dos Fidania. <laughs> and or by Killing Sam. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, then Doug comes out of this fantasy and he uh, it snaps him back into real life. And then he decides that he's going to join the fitness competition. Now, I, I was also talking with Sam a little bit before this. I was desperately rewatching this episode trying to figure out why he joins the fitness competition. Why did and he join I- the beat lake or whatever the hell it was because the episode needed him to fuck you but like usually there's some kind of impetus to it there's some kind of inciting action in this like get like like okay doug dropped all the 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 bags right but yeah, like, girls laughed at me as the closest one i could come up with and sure, to be fair like 90 percent of straight guys are into weights that's the reason they're in the weights okay not me though i'm never horny i can only <laughs> come on deadlifting Certainly. Uh, like the rest but, of us. Uh, but, like, I don't know. It's, it's, I think in this, uh, there's no real, like, connection to me. Like, it's, it's not that he wants to get strong. It's that he wants to do the test, right? Is it that he just wants to prove something to he nobody? He wants to show that he's athletic, I guess. I because guess? he was, like, sort of, he was making up excuses why he dropped 600 pounds worth of bags. Like, oh, right. there's a bump in the road. He's like, yeah. maybe I'm... Just... But he also realizes he's not actually strong because, like, 20 seconds later, he admits they needs to train. Right. So and it's, it's, it's so weird. It's super... That's what I'm saying, exactly. Like, he doesn't think he's strong now, even though he somehow is. Like, he yeah, doesn't think he that he's somehow... He wants to prove to people that he is strong, even though he doesn't believe that he is strong. Exactly. And so I... I don't know what he's looking to gain here. Like, if anything, from this, like, moment, it would be that it would just prove that he's weak. Humiliation fetish. Yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, that might be it. Yeah, he's like, oh, I really liked it. All the girls laughed at me. Let's do that, but on a bigger audience. <laughs> I mean, that's all of his fantasies. Uh-huh. That immediately follows up with, that's what happens literally the next second, because he tries to sign up for it, and Chalky, completely out of character, is like, ah, 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 no, seriously, next, please. Hey, Doug. I said next. I'm next, Chalky. <laughs> Very funny, Doug. Next! <laughs> I'm not joking, Chalky. I want to sign up for the fitness test. You? Does Chalky not know how lines work? Like, he's obviously in line, man. Well, maybe he... Well, that's the thing. It's, he just, it's like, a doesn't... belabored joke that isn't funny. It's just kind of sad. It's really sad. Yeah, it's yeah. just Chalky being a prick, which is weird because Chalky hasn't been a prick ever. My uh, theory about this episode is that Chalky is trying to sabotage Doug and gets off on it. Okay. Because during uh, every time he gives him advice and tells him like bad news, he's smiling ear to ear. <laughs> well, Chalky is always smiling all the time. Right. He's just that, a dumb I mean, himbo. Well, I think he still has malice in his heart against Doug. 
Okay. I think okay. He, I think I think he secretly knows that Doug is a sit-up machine. And he's trying to do his best to keep him from get taking his prize. Maybe that's true because it, like Doug doesn't even realize it at all until the end. Yeah, it's, so it's much as, as much of his motivation as you can have in this episode, where everything is just a vague, uh, just sequence of events that don't relate to each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's keep that in mind. Let's think about that. Uh, Because we'll see Chalky a couple of times Mm -hmm. in this episode. Okay, so anyway, uh, Doug signs up. And then it cuts out of this. It, like, fades to black and then comes back out. And Doug and Skeeter are walking down the street. And Doug is like... Maybe I won't set any records, but I'm going to work out and train. And in four or five weeks, I'll pass that test. He also, curiously, while he's saying this, he has his leg up on a fire hydrant and Porkchop is looking entertained by this because Porkchop clearly thinks that Doug is about to start pissing. Ah, they did another fire hydrant pee-pee joke. Ah, pee-pee, folks. They they did it again. (laughs) Well, yeah, but then, turns out, Skeeter goes, wait, but the competition is in two days. Womp womp. Oh, no, <laughs> right? Like, I guess he didn't know that from the sign-up sheet? Yeah, he signed or... up without knowing what the date was. That's the joke, I guess. I mean, he's so, done that he's before. He's so folked about working out that he can't read. He's done that before. He did that, like, that's when he signed up for the ballet, right? He just it's all of, of like, his did... actions that are just, like, since he can only think about one thing at a time, it's just, that's it. He can think about the fitness of it, but he can't think about the concept of calendar. <laughs> well, we know that's true. Yes, that, absolutely. That no one in the calendars look can... like gibberish to him. Like where we see patterns and dates and months, it's just alien language for him. Wait, does this mean that we have to throw out every piece of calendar no, evidence? No, we we've can seen? look at the calendars. We know how to do pattern recognition. We're smart. He's not. But why else would Doug have it hanging in his house? He doesn't know that it's set to the right day. His parents did it. No, they didn't. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> Maybe Judy did it. I don't know. Okay, maybe maybe Judy did it. Okay, and so, yeah, all right, fine. So we we shouldn't throw that out just yet. I was worried for a minute, man. I was like, years of research. <laughs> just tear down the wall. Oh, no. <laughs> all of our hard work. Yeah, it is. We all do very important work here. And just because it's possibly the outcome of us all having undiagnosed illnesses is no reason to discard it. The reason to discard it is once we develop a more powerful theory, one that subsumes it and can destroy it forever. That's right. That's what I was worried we were doing when we say that Doug can't read a calendar. I'm not going to let facts get in the way of my opinions. Oh, God. Okay. Well, I'm nervous, (laughs) but let's keep going. (laughs) You have to ascend, Mike. (laughs) Shed your mortal coil of logic and reason. We must find more eyes. (laughs) Speaking of ascending to a higher plane where all has no meaning, it's time to go to Dink's house. Yeah, Doug says that, boy, Mr. Dink, he'll have the equipment I need to get into shape fast. And he uh, changes into sweatpants and a white tank top. And Porkchop is in a leotard. <laughs> and mm-hmm. It's the real thing. Porkchop really is wearing cool. a sweatband. <laughs> yeah, which dogs can't sweat. Dogs sweat out of their paws. Come on. No, dogs <laughs> do. don't sweat ever. That's why they have to drink water and they pant, right? I thought yeah. they sweat what? out of their paws. <laughs> 
Maybe this I'm is dumb. this is another uh, schism team name. Like we had the pizza teams, right. where we, we're a different thing. We're we're team dogs don't sweat and team dogs sweat out their paws. I'm a dog biologist, and they sweat out their yeah. paws. After the schism uh, based on pizza, we tentatively called it PizzaGate, but then we learned that was already a thing. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, the Google. We got too many views on that one after people were googling it too much. <laughs> yeah, dogs actually sweat through their paws. You just checked. Is that what you it. just checked out? Yeah. Wow. All right. See, well, I'm a brain genius. I guess so. I, I am guess undefeated. I refuse to accept the information from catpenis.org. Now, oh my God. now I need you all to donate to my rocket that digs down to the center of the hollow earth. <laughs> I already did. I need more money. I'm the one who donated. <laughs> Look, I expect that $50,000 to go to good use, mister. I donated negative no. $20,000, taking Mike's money and using it to go off and buy a gun. Did that help? No. <laughs> I'm going to use the gun to shoot at the ground to dig. You guys, <laughs> help pay for the hosting fees of the podcast. <laughs> no. Or we could not do that. We have other more important things to do. Fucker. I also uh, need to get a gun. No. <laughs> okay. He will on. load himself into it and fire himself directly I into the ground. I need to speak at the Republican National Convention. <laughs> <laughs> that is your gateway to it. Right. Oh, Jesus. Okay, well, speaking of people who would be able to speak there, we're at Dink's house now. Yeah. <laughs> and Dink is telling Doug that he has all the greatest equipment in order to get Doug in shape quick. Uh, he has the Lazy Guy Workout System, which makes workouts easy and fun. Uh, and he puts Doug on a treadmill that has a screen scrolling as a backdrop. Uh, it's like different settings. The screen is to your right if you are on this treadmill, meaning that this screen accomplishes literally nothing unless you're doing a sight gag for your comic. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, like, also, they imply that walking isn't real exercise. And if you're yeah. out of shape, it absolutely is. It's probably the best one. <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't put like spine pressure on. Yeah, on it's, it's better for your knees. Yeah. Also, as far as, like, weird setup stuff, the Dink's basement contains a corrugated metal bathtub where <laughs> Tippy is currently relaxing. Completely nude. <laughs> yeah. We're not sure on nude that tippy. one, but Sam can see through walls. We trust him on this one. I read the show notes for this episode. It's a new tip, new tippy. All right, you just you just edit every piece of show notes to make every character new. <laughs> That's right. I mean, we did we did hypothesize a couple episodes ago that we're writing these in real time, so... Yeah, that's true, it's yeah. It's a very good after so Once again, I am correct. <laughs> after, Jim, after Jim and I made the final edits to it, you were like, let me see those bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> Underline the word nude and the character, it's like where it says above the dialogue, it says nude, Tiffy. Bold, and the- underlined font. And uh, Billy West is reading this. He's like, why is this written in a different font and different pen color when everything else is typewritten? And, and we're just like, spelled. <laughs> it's the N-E-W-D. It's a new one. Shut up. <laughs> And right in that moment is when we transport back to our own time so we can't answer the question. 
I'm just imagining one day you meet Billy West and he's just like, I knew this day would come. He's just like, he he pulls out a letter that he's kept in his back pocket for 30 years and he hands it to me and he's like, I think you should see this. And it's just a it's just the letter that's written in our own handwriting that says, Don't do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's sort of like a reverse Bill and Ted situation where us doing the podcast is actually going to damn the world to hell. <laughs> <laughs> because everybody's gonna laugh so much they can't work anymore. <laughs> right. They're gonna laugh so much they accidentally la- launch the nukes. Yeah, <laughs> no. we are the cause of COVID twenty three. Sorry about no. that, guys. Par- parody, parody. Well, that's not yet. So we don't need to parody it just yet. Oh, Once man. it does, well, we're, we're going to have to. Yeah. <laughs> Once it does, we're oh. going to have a lot of explaining to do with a lot of very important people. <laughs> well, we're friends with the FBI, so yeah, we got to build up our alliances there real strong. God damn. Yeah, I'm a plant. Oh, I don't think you were supposed to tell us that. Oh, Sam actually works with the CIA. I've got to go. I've got to go make a call. One second. <laughs> yeah. We just hear the distant sound of a gunshot. Right. Oh God. We just hear dogs barking and sirens in the background. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> nice doggy. Okay. Okay. So now that so Sam number s- two has been decanted from his tank, we can continue right. onward. Yeah, someone else gets on Sam's voice and he's just like, Hello, this is Sam. I I don't like his diarrhea fart. (laughs) (laughs) I don't see any difference here. Moving on. Yeah, we're good. Okay, so so uh, anyway, there D- Dink is like, where to next, Douglas? The mountains, the Arctic, the moon? Oh, Mrs. Dink loves that. It reminds me of our honeymoon. And her eyes are bugged <laughs> out of her head while she says this. It's Even the... she knows this joke is dog shit. <laughs> the joke it's... is the word moon is in two parts of the two sentences. I think this plays it's... into why Raccoon Records is just they both yes. start with R. Yes. <sighs> I don't know, maybe they did have their honeymoon on the moon. <laughs> Either that or Mrs. Sure. Drink was drier than the surface of the moon on the honeymoon. Oh. <laughs> no. I don't know, man. It's just like, Dink is splurges for weird shit. Maybe they did go to the moon. Maybe, maybe, oh, maybe, maybe this place wherein Dink has the scrolling set pieces is where they fake the moon landing. Yeah, all right, I'm with you on this one. <laughs> okay, now I can now I can be on board. Yeah, you're like, oh, that makes this sense. Reminds sages, that time, yeah, they, this reminds us of that time we faked the moon landing. Okay, good. Right. That was their honeymoon. Sam sagely and not. Wait a minute. <laughs> Bad news, Romeo. You're about 30 years too late. Because... It's 1990. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's 30 years too late. That's when they got married. So, no, like at 1960. So, yeah, midway through their wedding, they faked the moon landing. <laughs> it's the only explanation that makes sense. sense. It's true. That's where the timeline lines up. <laughs> they faked the moon landing in Dink's basement. 
and then released <laughs> it seven years later just to fuck with people. Right, yeah. Well, they had to go through post-production. There was a lot of special effects to add. True, true. <laughs> they had to put in the subplot where Jar Jar shows up. <laughs> 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 God, <laughs> I can't read my notes right now. Uh, so, anyway, uh, they they talk about this, and then Doug is like, "Man, shouldn't I be sweating or breathing hard?" And even though he is walking, he is doing exercise. And uh, then they Dink puts him on a chin up machine, which is just like a hydraulic press, which pushes him up and down. And like then he goes too fast. And he can't figure out how to let go of the bar, so it hurts his arms. So, like, yeah, he does. The, what does make sense here is, like, he technically does get, like, a pump from this. So, it was him working out, technically. Yeah, yeah, because it hurts him, right? But he doesn't think it's him working out? I guess. I mean, it's, like, a really weird version of, like, you know, there are, like, assisted yeah. pull-up machines. Yeah. So, it's, like, a thing that exists. It doesn't. It's nonsensical. Did we did did assisted pull up machines exist before this show? Because this is another thing that Jenkins invented by accident. No, yeah. I think they did. I think it, they've been around for a while. It's okay, for, okay. It's for people that don't are like just getting started or don't yeah. have a lot of upper body strength, so you can still do the motion. I didn't know those existed before. I mean, you could do. It. I mean, they've existed. Like you could just do it with another person. They just hold yeah. your knees, but you can That's get true. pulled up. Sure, 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 sure. Okay, well, so yeah, so Doug gets injured from this, right? He's just like, ow, my arms, and he the can't first of put him down. Yeah, uh, and he goes back home, and he can't even lift the newspaper, he says. Noted thing that pull-ups will make you incapable of doing. But, like, I mean, it is pretty fucked up that he can't, like, lift a piece of paper, right? And he gets, like, distraught about this. He says it multiple okay, times. He should be. That's, uh, <laughs> that's you might have to go to the doctor, Doug. You may <laughs> have some kind of muscular... neurological di- disease. Yeah. yeah. Doug, this is, like, an indication of advanced dementia. Right. Yeah, kind of. Just like this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, so even though he got hurt from this, the next day he says, well, hey, it's time I could use a real workout at the school gym, at the elementary elementary school gym. (laughs) The elementary school gym where the free weights are. Yeah. So I'm not sure if this is uh, I'm not sure if this is science or, or not, but I've heard, I've read that like weightlifting when you're like before puberty can actually stunt your growth, which is why I'm five foot three. Makes sense. <laughs> right. Also, I derive from the fact that the weightlifting is being done in the gym is your indication that Jim Jenkins has never worked out in his life. Oh, because it's like on the gym floor. It's like on it's like in the basketball court. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is just a bunch of free weights in the basketball court. <laughs> yeah, no. And there is a very solid reason why they don't do that, which Doug will kindly demonstrate for us shortly. Chalky, now being a fairly nice guy, says, I don't think you should start that heavy, Doug. Start a little bit lighter. And then Doug being a self-centered piece of shit says these stinky weights might have been okay for chalky but i only had 24 hours left to get into top four (laughs) and now he goes into the fantasy realm and it's the best one oh boy (laughs) 
Yeah, Doug is uh, so yeah, Doug is like trying to lift this weight. And well, before he goes into fantasy, he like fucking clean lifts the barbell, right? Yeah. He like fucking straight cleans it. Uh, he has the and, worst form in the universe. <laughs> yeah. So he's like he's like breaking his back in this moment. Um and so he 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 goes into this fantasy and it's a straight up bodybuilding competition. It's a bunch of buff dudes who are speedos. all oiled up in speedos and noticeable and bulges. <laughs> and noticeable bulges. And then yeah. Doug, and that's not the punchline. But like, there's an opening bit of. It's going to be hard to beat Al in the slats and flanges department. But Kenny has perfectly symmetrical cams and rollers. Doug has great definition in the lifters. The people in order are Captain Planet, Hulk Hogan, Captain Planet again, Doug, and then, well... Pork pork chop. chop. Pork chop is taking human growth hormone. Pork chop (laughs) with a... Pork chop's on a steroid cycle, folks. Pork chop (laughs) with a man's upper body and lower body and wearing a Speedo with magnificent muscle definition. And he's flexing. Gentle viewer, if you're watching this on YouTube, which you shouldn't be, you will know this because this is the thumbnail for this episode on YouTube. And I have been haunted in my nightmares by what is the context for this going to be. And I want you to know, it lives down to expectations. Muscle pork chop. Yeah, I remember watching this episode about a couple months ago when it showed up in my YouTube recommendations and I just kept seeing muscle pork chop and I was like, all right, you got me. Every time I saw this episode, I would just clap and honk like a seal. Also, (laughs) this is Doug's fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doug's fantasy. Of He's using him. half-naked men to get him going on the weightlifts, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then gets owned. He gets owned by his fucking dog. He imagines that his dog must necessarily be more attractive to people than he is. Again, humili- this is a humiliation thing. And again, this has happened in multiple of his fantasies. He's lost to Porkchop in many fantasies. Like, this happens, right? And this is just another one of those. Uh, Baffling. It's it's, it's pretty good, but Muscle muscle Dog and Muscle Porkchop is just perfect team. Uh, and so we cut out of, we cut out of this. We cut out, oh, and by the way, this was called the Mr. Dumbbell competition. It was pretty That's good. That's me, Mr. Dumbbell. <laughs> yeah. And we cut back into this, uh, back, in, back from this, from the fantasy. And again, the fantasies happen in real time, right? So this is while Doug is just ho- clean holding uh-huh. this barbell <laughs> over his head. Bar no, he's also got barbell. it like halfway up. So he's like exactly at the point where it hurts the most and he's just frozen in place. Yeah. So this is this is where I think Chalky is intentionally fucking with him because Chalky could be spotting him right now, and he even has right. time to go. Doug, are you all right? <laughs> As he falls over. <laughs> well, Chalky probably just handed him the small weight and left, and then he probably came back in and said, "Hey, watch out!" Well, As he saw over. he had enough time to scream, "Hey, watch out!" at Doug while he was falling over. He had enough time to go spot him. Yeah, I guess he might have. That's true. Yeah. So yeah. So Doug starts to fall over, um, and he's like, he's breaking his back in multiple positions as mm-hmm. he's doing this, right? Mm-hmm. As his like back is shifting. Uh, and he falls to the side. Everybody in the gym just watches and gasps. And uh, he tips fully over. 
And then uh, it falls on his foot, which is the thing that he breaks from. This. Which wouldn't happen because it's over his head, but you know, cartoons. Whatever. Uh, sure. The only thing that breaks is his foot as the barbell lands on it. And then Chalky and him go to the nurse, and Chalky's just like, hey, you know, well. I told you so. <laughs> yeah, he's like, dude, fuck, come on, man. <laughs> I tried to help you. But he did spot him, though, which is why I think he's. I think he knows Doug's a ringer. That's true. And actually, you're right, because in this moment, as they're leaving the nurse's office, Chalky's like, well, I guess you gotta quit the competition yeah, huh, then. Huh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess you really shouldn't be trying to continue more athletic activity now that you've broken your fucking foot and also gouged a fucking hole into the gym floor as you (laughs) fell over with a dumbbell. Right. Yeah, you shouldn't start with power clean. Like, where you should start is go to the squat rack, put every 45-pound plate on the bar, and do half squats until failure. It's way better for your knees than running. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait, are you... I'm being... This right? is a bit. Don't do that. Okay, this is a bit... Yeah, please, people, don't do that. Anybody who's listening... That's <laughs> how Sam clarify. achieved his current level of brain and physical power, both That's unmeasurable right. by man. If you don't hear your knees snapping, it's not working. <laughs> oh, God. Barry! <laughs> <laughs> No, don't sue us. <laughs> don't do that. Exercise. Look, if you're taking list, lifting advice from me after everything you've heard me say on this podcast, it's your own fault. You're okay, very you smart, that, cool, and good. But you say that, but we learned from Steve a couple episodes ago that he watched Doug after listening to this show. So, <laughs> like, like we uh, can't assume anything. About- <laughs> my favorite part about that entire thing is because we've been so very clear that everybody is so much more qualified than we are, and then we learned that somebody who is so much more qualified than we are decided, hey, these guys are having fun watching this show. I should do that, too. No. Don't do that. <laughs> and then he was wrong on both of those assessments. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Well, so then Doug comes back to the gym and he's like, you know, boy, I guess everybody would think I was a goof if I joined the competition anyway. And then Doug just looks out of the corner of his eye and he sees a fucking sheer rope that goes to the ceiling. Like, that's it. Yeah. He says that's <laughs> it. And like, You all know what we're thinking. You all know what Doug's thinking. But for whatever reason, they decide, no, actually, Doug will try to do something really fucking stupid. Because he says, I don't need my legs to climb a rope. Uh, (laughs) And the rope. My man. (laughs) This rope has no knots in it. This is like one of the hardest fucking things to do. Is climb a rope that has no knots in it. And it requires considerable upper body strength. That thing you've just demonstrated you don't have. And he's not doing it with his legs at all. He specifically chose the rope because I guess he doesn't need his he legs. He has the one, like also we can tell that Jim Jenkins never did this because no, actually the legs pretty fucking critical for that. Yeah, exactly. You need your whole it's- body for it, my man. <laughs> also, um, just to, wait, I don't think we kind of brushed over this. Like Doug has his foot in a cast with one toe poking out for some dumb reason, and it's established that he's broken his foot. So. When you come down off of a rope, what do you land on? Your head, because you fell, because you're an idiot. 
And it's also the heaviest part of your body. But yeah. the goal is to land using your feet. If you are landing on a broken foot after you slip and fall, spoiler warning, Doug slips and falls, you are going, you will further ruin your foot, possibly permanently. Yeah. Well, okay. So Doug starts to climb this rope and he does a fucking great job at it, right? He gets, he goes all the way up and midway through climbing, he has a fantasy, another one. One of the wildest ones yet. Yeah, he imagines himself being on Bloatsburg Gladiators, which is just American Gladiators, right? And wait, 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 wait hold on. It's, it's taking the place of American Gladiators, but it's Bloatsburg Gladiators. Is Bloatsburg the nation? Like, they've said... Hey, so, he so, moved so, so from Bloatsburg, and Bloatsburg is 60 miles away, so I don't know. Mm, and I guess Bloatsburg mm, yeah, may not. be a city-state with its own independence. <laughs> I guess. Or what I'm thinking is that Bloatsburg is the state that we're all like a different state. It's like New York, New York. Yeah, it's like New York. (laughs) Or like Bloatsburg is the nation. You're you're from United States, United States. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds. That'd be a great place to live. Anyway, uh, from Canada City. (laughs) Canada City is the name of the country. Canada is the name of the city. I know, it's ironic. From uh, Racism Factory America. (laughs) Where's that? Could be anywhere. (laughs) That's America City, America. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Ah, shit, well... Yeah, so he's he's in this Bloodsburg Gladiators thing in which Doug has long red hair and a Mad Max outfit, and he's known as the Dougster. Just come up with a better... Like, if you're a contestant on American Gladiators, you don't have a cool name. Your name is just Doug. No, you don't. You don't. If you're a contestant, you just have your regular name. All the Gladiators have the cool names, like Lightning and Wolf and whatever. And in this case, the Gladiator has the nickname... Queequeg, the character from Moby Dick. Sure. (laughs) Why? Bites the rope off? Yeah. Like, Like, Doug climbs up this rope in in American Gladiators. It's just a rope climb, I guess. And then, like, one of the dudes, like, pours butter flavor on the rope, and then he slips down for a little bit, and then his opponent, Gladiator Queequeg, comes up and doesn't bite the rope above where Doug is, but bites (laughs) below it. Yeah. He bites it off, <laughs> and then he looks Maybe. down, and it's like he's—if he falls, he falls into the pit from fucking Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and he then falls into the pit from Mortal Kombat, lands in the mouth of an alligator, jumps all the way up the height of the rope several stories, latches onto the thing he had to get onto, and rings a bell with his teeth. With his mouth! And then a second <laughs> later, he's still hanging from both arms, and then he does like a little fist bump with one of his arms, showing he's smart enough to use his hands! <laughs> like, this sequence is so disorienting, it's almost psychedelic i didn't notice that but that bit rules (laughs) like i I, this is one of the parts where i had to pause the episode and just like do a pace around my block yeah 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 and also in this i don't know like i'm not sure if i like saw this right but you see the audience in the background and there's no one in it (laughs) it's just it's just just apocalyptic it's just an empty stadium (laughs) hey it's just like COVID. all right yeah, kind of. <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, so this guy just fucking gnaws the rope off. This guy needs to go see Dr. Decay. Right. 
<laughs> this is also Jaws from yes. James Bond. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, well, so then Doug goes back into the real world, and in this time, he has climbed to the top of the entire rope. He's at the ceiling of the gym now. He did this. He climbed it using just his arm strength to the top of the fucking sheer rope, right? Doug is, Doug is a fucking monster. His arms are so strong, right? Uh-huh. Yep. And the, then... Uh, the, I mean, the, the, the just, like, secret, I guess, behind this episode is Doug's actually in really good shape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, like, what we've seen in previous episodes, too. Like, uh-huh. when Doug was doing ballet and he was catching, like, throwing Patty all yeah. around, no problem. And he was like, yeah, God, Doug like... has cheat codes on. This is why it's imaginary. It's just like, look how fucking cool I am, man. <laughs> Look how fucking cool I am. And speaking of Doug's cheat codes, he then somehow lets go of the rope for some reason, falls several stories, lands flat on his ass, fracturing his tailbone, probably breaking his hips. Doug has just shattered his own ass. Well, he doesn't fall. He he slides down it, holding the rope, which gives him, like, intense fucking rope burn. And right? lands he doesn't, like, flat sheer on fall. his ass, shattering his ass. Doug breaks his own ass. My, this may be the case, but my point is, is that it's not just, like, a fucking three-story drop, right? He has something to slow his progress. Yeah, the uh, injury he walks away from here is burnt hands, not uh, a broken ass. Right. Yeah, he is like like his hands. He should have a broken ass, but he does not have a broken ass. Right, right. His hands are just like totally rope burned. Hey, wait, hold on. I just thought the way in which Doug gets his strength is when he goes into the fantasy zone. Right. Yeah. Every mm-hmm. one of these times in which Doug does something. Yeah. Every one of these times Doug Doug does something strong. It's when he's also in the fantasy zone. Like he's lifting the barbell. He's in the fantasy zone. He's climbing the rope. He's in the fantasy zone. He caught Pat. After she uh, did when they were doing the ballet stuff, he's in the fantasy zone while it's happening in real time, right? Like, I think that's where Doug gets his strength is when he goes into the I goddamn mean, fantasy zone. Be, but like half the fantasies are just people laughing at him, so there's an a- element of masochism. <sighs> I think that's what gives him his strength when yeah. people laugh at him. <laughs> <Same. laughs> Discovering Doug right. has the worst superpower that only functions when he's being mocked. Yeah. He's got anxiety muscles. <laughs> da, 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 da. They're laughing behind your back. <laughs> they're coming. They're coming. Oh, God. Oh, God. Don't let them see me. <laughs> really laughing at you. <laughs> He's Doug the shitty man. <laughs> Everyone thinks you're a loser. Yeah. God damn it. Okay, so... Man, that, uh, I gotta say, that, uh, darker, grittier reboot in live action, that's gonna have some really great throwaway episodes when Doug decides that, uh, when Doug's superpowers come into play. Right, and he just, like, he wakes up and there's just bodies all around him, he's like, uh... Oh, <laughs> uh, it was Quail Man. Uh, <laughs> I'm not Quail Man. <laughs> I'm not intelligent and speedy and... <laughs> Look, I'm just a dumbass. Yeah. I don't have superhuman lifting capacity. Please don't make fun of me. That's when I kill. Right, exactly. Uh, Okay, well, so they flash forward to the day of the contest, 
And uh, they, they, Doug is there at the contest. There's Wizen, uh, what's his name? Fucking, Ro- Ro- what is his name? The fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger guy? Ronald Weisenheimer. Ronald Weisenheimer. Yeah, he's out there. Uh, he's Wild, the because there's no weight competition at this fitness test. Yeah, we <laughs> they brought in a bodybuilder to a track and field event at an elementary not, school. Not even at this point. He's, yeah. he's not even a bodybuilder at this point. He is a mega action star in Hollywood, and he's going to a town of 20,000 people to judge a child <laughs> fitness competition? Yeah. I mean, I guess he, maybe... like This place has had, had Michael Jordan come visit it. What the fuck? Yeah, but like, remember in that episode, we theorized that Sky Davis wasn't actually Michael Jordan. He was like a weird corporate knockoff. True. So maybe this guy is a weird corporate knockoff of, of Schwarzenegger, right? He's not actually. But he made that Germinator movie, remember? Mm, yeah, you're right. Maybe that was like a weird local propaganda film. Like, you know, all those like, uh, like a knockoff, like North Korean movies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mr. But, Bluff doesn't but, allow any films made from outside Bluffington to be screened. Which also lets us know that Smash Adams is also a local Bluffington product. And that's going to get real interesting, because I looked ahead. The next episode is about a movie producer. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Yeah. This, one, this next one's also a kiss fingers. It's fucking It shows good. Dad, his dad's first actual decision about Doug and... Mwah. It's very weird, oh. but okay. Oh, let's boy. leave that one for when we let's leave that one for when we get to it. But tune in next week, gentle viewer. Uh, but okay, so they Doug is here. He's like kind of he's he's watching that Weisenheimer is uh, is sitting with the mayor. The mayor wants a, a camera, the cameras to take a shot of Weisenheimer feeling his muscles. Ooh. <laughs> uh, uh, and then. Uh, Doug is like, he's here and he's just like, man, I guess I can't do this. And he sits down on the bench and Patty sits down too. And she's got her arm in a sling from carrying those heavy bags at the mall. (laughs) (sighs) That thing that Doug did without suffering any injury. Yeah. Yeah. And then Patty is a, she is an athlete. This is established as her core character trait. (laughs) She doesn't get hurt from doing shit like this. And also, she bought barbells of specific weights, but she says she doesn't realize how heavy they were. Yep. <laughs> this this entire sequence is so confusing because, like, <laughs> you think the reason that Doug and Patty aren't going to compete is because that they're injured, but the reason they state is, "Oh, I'm worried about looking goofy." <laughs> 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 Patty, I burned the fingerprints off my palms. Patty, <laughs> Patty. My, leg, my foot is shattered in seven places. Patty, I please. shattered my own ass. I'm worried somebody's <laughs> going to look at me and think I'm silly, and not that I'm going to scream in agony every time I try to sit down. Yeah, well, speaking of that, Patty says, boy, we shouldn't just sit around. I should be in the competition, too. And Doug, in the most psychotic bit of word association, goes, oh, wait, sit. Thanks, Patty. Doesn't explain, walks away. Awesome. So good. Patty's just asking, looking at this like, oh, thank God he walked away. Yeah. And then he does, he's like, I can do sit-ups. Oh, yeah, dude? Would it be helpful if you just spent a second setting this up? 
Just anything. <laughs> or doing the things you were trying to train for. No like, thing that somebody no. of Doug's body type is really great at. Sit-ups. Yeah. And so Doug joins the sit-up competition. It is called, it is being announced by Coach Spitz, who is also do, starting the running competition that Patty's doing at the same time. He's Coach never Spitz been is happier. in two places at once. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, well, the actual line from Doug is, Sit-ups. I hadn't thought about sit-ups. And I was just thinking, neither had the writers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, like, he starts to do the sit-up competition. And he does, it shows that he and Chalky are the only ones left after doing hundreds and hundreds of sit-ups. Chalky bows out after doing 500 sit-ups. And then and Doug... A wild number for a child to do. He pushes himself to do 501 sit-ups. He does just no training, nothing. He's just like, hey, I can do sit-ups. And then he does 501, beating the school athlete. Yeah. Like, the one character that has one character trait, which is, I am an athlete. Yep. Yeah. So, I, I mean, given how this, this show does pacing, I halfway expected them to show all 500 setups. <laughs> like, well, to that end of, like, that's a crazy amount, I did look up the Guinness World Record sorry, for how many setups. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking 133,986 setups in 30 hours. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's a lot of sit-ups, bro. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> On the other hand, it's over the course. Well, there she'd probably be able to do That's the math. 74 hours. It's 74 sit-ups per minute. Mm-hmm. Over 30 hours. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a lot. Did they wear diapers so they didn't have to go to the bathroom? I, I hope not. It's just everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, hold on. Which one, which one is better and which one is worse? If they were wearing a diaper while they piss and shit... Or if they weren't wearing a diaper while they piss and shit. <laughs> both are good. Both are good for different reasons. <laughs> yeah. They both make good content. <laughs> so. 18,001. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so during this also, while this is going on, it shows that Patty wins the running race, right? And she's just like, yes, I won. <laughs> <laughs> With a sling on her arm, which would ruin her form. Yeah, that would suck so bad, running with your arm in a sling. Right. And anyway, so as Doug wins, he does 501, and the mayor and Ronald, like, swoop in on Doug. There's, like, this really creepy shot of, like, ten frames of animation where they're just, like, zooming in on Doug, right? (laughs) It's really creepy. Like, there's no legs moving. They're just, like, shoving in on Doug's face. (laughs) Uh, And... The mayor shakes Doug's bandage hand. Let me take the hand of this young sit-up champion. Very good, Mr. Bandages. Someday you will be like me. The less said about this, the better. You'll have acne on your back and a heart attack in your 30s. (laughs) (laughs) Mean it beats the other way he could be similar to Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Right, right, Republican. Republican, (laughs) couple of allegations, briefly governor Governor of California. Governor of California. (laughs) Right. Doug is now the governor of California. Right. Well, everybody congratulates Doug, and uh, nobody congratulates Patty, even though she also won. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) In classic Doug fashion. And uh, then Doug tells us the moral. So I set a new school sit-up record. 
Once I stopped worrying about impressing everybody, I found out I was a sit-up machine. Doesn't happen at all. That wasn't what happened, Doug. <laughs> Classic Doug moment. You were in it's fact inspired by wanting to impress Patty. Re yeah, uh -huh. reading between the lines here, the moral is don't train. Training is actually bad for you because you get hurt. Just find the <laughs> one thing you're supernaturally good at and win. And, like, forget that you're good at it until uh -huh. the day of. But, like, he was supernaturally good at rope climbing, too. He also, what gets into the last three sit-ups is Patty going, you can do it, Doug. Literally impressing Patty is what got him through this. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's true. This episode is just... There is, yeah, not, awesome. there is no through line to any of it. It just undercuts itself constantly. It's just Doug getting hurt, which rocks. Yeah. Like, this is... <laughs> and Doug and Doug flexing along with other men in Speedos. Yeah, I mean, the episode ends with him tripping over weight, falling down screaming in the rock music place. <laughs> That's not an exaggeration. That's exactly what happens. And also, like, it's fantastic because, like, they set it up kind of because Porkchop is doing something at the window and Doug walks up and you're expected to believe, okay, he slipped on a barbell and he fell except for doug screams for a solid second as he falls doug tripped over a pit doug is falling to the center of the hollow earth i'm not sure how right. this happened i love that rock music is playing <laughs> that's so good Actual fever dream shit. <laughs> so good. Oh, man. And that's the episode, guys. That's where we are. <laughs> so my last piece of fitness advice. So it's oh, really no. hard to find like fitness equipment now like while COVID's going on. Turn the episode off. And I have good news for everybody. You can do an entire workout with body weight exercises as long as you don't want to lose weight or get stronger or feel healthier. <laughs> Well, I mean, you should still try, though, right? No. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, everyone, in another episode of The Funny Papers. <laughs> we really come a long way on this one, I guess. We've learned so much about each other and about the human body. And also, you've learned that Doug has a broken ass. Thanks for joining us, everyone, in another episode of The Funny Papers. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. It feels like I'm coming. God damn it, Sam. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>